Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepard talk about the practicality of abstinence. Let's hear what they have to say. I feel like I'm unpure, that I've lost something. I wanted to brag about it, but I didn't feel that way the Mm -hmm. next day. The relationship changed. I feel bad. I can't give what I want to give to my future husband. That message that everything's okay is a disturbing message because it's not okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, and this is the reason we say remain abstinent, because we don't want you to experience this. It's not only because God says, don't do it. It is because it will take you to a place where you don't want to end up, and we want to help you keep away from there. So I think our message has to be pretty strong because there's messages out there that are contrary and oh, and, and sure directly are. opposed to what we are saying to these kids. Well, as a matter of fact, uh, you just found one here that really is disturbing. I, it is. You know, and, and never on our radio programs have I been as mad as when I read this and go through it. The Girl Scouts of America has joined forces with Planned Parenthood to promote sexual promiscuity. It's called Healthy, Happy, and Hot. And the Girl Scouts have said that we are going to to join forces to promote this to our kids. But I've got to tell you, this is what it says out of the book, and I'm quoting exact quotes from the book. It says this, On page seven, sex can be really great and can be really fun. There is no right or wrong way to have sex. Just have fun. Explore and be yourself. It's your body. You choose what to do, when you do it, and how and with whom. On page 12, some people choose to have sex when they have been drinking alcohol or using drugs. This is your choice. That's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Page 16, you should find out whether there are any centers near you where you can go without needing the permission of your parents or guardians. I mean, it is amazing to me that this is being promoted. Because here's here's the comment. Now, I live with 30 high school girls. If I would make any one of those comments to one of those girls, I could be a arrested. Right. I mean, it it is promoting something that is so contrary to what parents want for their kids. It is dr- working directly opposed. And and now, you know what? Now I'm going to think about it every time I eat a Girl Scout cookie. <laughs> yeah. And my mom was involved in Girl Scouts for years, and I grew up in Boy Scouts. I have a great admiration for the two organizations. But, but to move to a point where they are aligning themselves with another group in hopes of educating kids. You are not educating kids. You are exposing them to things that are inappropriate and wrong and ungodly. When I first heard you bring this up, I thought, well, maybe there's some explanation. Maybe there's some context that we're missing here. Oh, I know. And I could, I didn't believe it. I mean, at first I went, this could be a joke. This could really be a joke. And it's and it's cloaked under a title that, that this is for... Uh, people who have HIV and it's promoting healthy sexuality. But it's for everybody. Well, I mean, do you do you call it healthy, happy, and hot? That's inappropriate in itself. I mean, can, would you 
would you buy one of those books or would you see a book like I that sure on a bookshelf? I sure wouldn't give it to a teenage daughter. I think that most bookstores wouldn't even carry it because it's offensive. Right. And the thought that you're promoting sex to kids. And so now we have an organization, the Girl Scouts of America, that are promoting this with Planned Parenthood under the guise that we're helping kids. It is not because the, the end result of it is, is that little girls 14 and 15 years old get confused mm. about that arena because we live in a sexualized world. And what we're going to have on the other side of it is we're going to have a lot of little girls that have gone through the same thing that we have to pick up the pieces for. But this, but they'll have the mindset that they're unpure. Mm -hmm. They will have the mindset that they have lost something, that they won't be able to give to the the next relationship they have when they fall in love. And, And it just creates a mess. It's a deceitful lie. Now, God says don't do it. But he says for a reason, and the reason is because this is what it does in relationships. For our protection and our provision. Absolutely. Moms, dads, and grandparents are all part of a journey that will change the destiny of their families. And that journey can be changed for the better. Mark Gregston has written three books that will help encourage relationships strengthen marriages, and help all moms, dads, and grandparents out there stay focused on what truly matters. For moms, Prayers for My Teen, a book of prayers and devotionals to help them stay anchored. For fathers, a devotional for dads, a series of devotions to help them protect their marriage and encourage their children. And finally, Grandparenting Today's Teens is a resource for any grandparent who wants to connect to their teen grandchildren in a meaningful way. Moms, Dads, and Grandparents, three books that can help change them all and change the course of their family's future. You can order Prayers for My Teen, A Devotional for Dads, and Grandparenting Today's Teens by visiting parentingteenresources.org. Well, this has been very informative today, but there's a lot of information out there that promotes a promiscuous lifestyle, uh, promotes a sex education. So what can parents do, Mark? I would tell parents, don't go into it being angry and hot and upset. Be, be very level-headed. You know, spend some time looking at things so you know when you go to your child that you can talk very objectively with them and help them gu- and guide them through this th- this culture that's that's given them the wrong message. So don't ignore what the culture is saying to our kids. A- absolutely. I mean, it is a strong statement that is being made to our kids. They are exposed to so much that they think the sexual act is a lot less than what we think it is because they, they hear about it, they read about it's it, been they see it. It has been yeah. devalued. So they don't think it's that big of a deal. Well, you know what? It is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And the only way to bring that back in, it's to let them know. So we can't we, we can't say that it's not affecting them. It is affecting them. We can't ignore that. And all the practical sides of uh, refraining from premarital sex? Well, there's a reason for that. I mean, to not move into that arena, you know, that, that, that the tendency is you'll want to do that because you're being encouraged. It's permissive. It's prevalent. You hear other kids talking about it all the time. So it seems like the thing to do. But it's not just telling them, sweetheart, the reason 
reason we want you to remain absent in our son, it's not because just God says so. God says so for a reason, and it's to protect you in your relationships and for what you want. It's not just the control factor or the morals. It is because God loves you and desires nothing but great things for you. There are physical and emotional reasons to refrain. And then perhaps most importantly, let your family belief system reflect the importance of purity. Absolutely. Let them just know that. Talk about that. You know, and parents always say, wait a minute, do I tell them about my past? I go, you know what? It might be good too, whatever that is. And if you failed during that time, let them know the effects that it had on your relationship. And this is why you were so strong about helping them get to a good point. I was told one time, and I've always remembered this, that premarital sex will end a good relationship or perpetuate a bad relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. In an age where kids are being pushed into sexual relationships Mm -hmm. to engage in it not only verbally but physically, it's very difficult for kids to embrace that. That's why we need to say it a little bit more. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful to your family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.